selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. You know, <laughs> okay, it's actually just so funny because what I love about Shopify is no matter how huge and massive you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control, yes, daddy, and take your business to the next level because we're business women. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash book club. That's shopify.com slash book club, all lowercase. Shopify.com slash book club. MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry. The world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. that knocking at the door it's all your friends you filthy whore your husband's gone and we've got books and a bottle of wine to kill it's hollywood it's books it's gossip i'm shook it's memoirs it's martinis it's studio 54 it's celebrity book club come read it while it's hot celebrity book club tell your secrets we won't talk celebrity book club no boys are allowed celebrity book club Club. Buzz me in, I brought the Cuervo. Hey, best friend. So good to see you in beautiful Los Angeles, California. So good to see you. It's crazy. It's almost like I haven't been spending every second of every day. minutes. How long does it take to go on a four city tour? <laughs> you look fully like Nate from Gossip Girl. Okay, today. thank you. I've been staying at an amazing gay apartment in Studio City. Shout out to Blaine and Miles for letting me crash at your mid-century pad. And I've been so inspired by their wardrobe and wearing a lot of their clothes, to be quite honest. <laughs> <laughs> that, like, you start to do this thing where you're like, oh, I hate all the clothes that I brought with me. You're like, they're disgusting. Well, so we've been wearing them in a yeah. suitcase. You're like, disgusting. So I tried to kind of, like, augment my look as much as possible. So I was like, okay, let me go, like, more big Gen Z, like loose tie like big button down but it's also kind of it's nate meets avril with the loose tie yeah anyway i'm just trying to be like a little bit more like funky crazy fashion girl i almost went avril mode yesterday i was stomping down melrose going to punk stores and vintage stores and like bespoke stores and i almost bought a 56 dollars studded belt at a store literally called what punk. the fuck i mean i just had that thought i didn't almost buy it it was in a glass case and i looked at it and was like maybe i need to return to my 14 year old style and get a studded belt. That would be so crazy. It would be because like I feel like our star of our live show, Kojo, was like telling me to be even more rocker. Yeah. I 
think that maybe he's right about that. Right? Like, I'm in my punk band tee. Like, let's just add the studded belt. Speaking of rock stars. We have an absolute rock star <laughs> here today. It's crazy. A celebrity, a creator, a digital content creator. <laughs> oh, my God. And I was like, <laughs> you know, because I was like, we were always like, oh, we're yes. in Los Angeles. We have this, like, studio. Like, how are we going to uh, use this space? How are we going to yeah. activate the space? Like, what's something that we can only do here in the city of angels? And it's talk to a gay guy from L.A. Yeah. He lives in L.A. <laughs> yeah. And that's how you activate a studio. Yeah. Talk to someone <laughs> who literally knows this town up and down. Someone who has conquered Tinsel. Yeah. Um, really owns Tinsel. From the Trousdale Estates to the Long Beach Pier. Paramount lot. <laughs> they say, come on in. We don't even need to check ID. No, he's crossing picket lines left and right. <laughs> and the picketers are just like, ah, let her in, bitch. She's a slayana. Um, of course, we're talking about none, none other, other than... than you know him from HBO Max's, now known as Max's search <laughs> <laughs> You know him from his hilarious Instagram and his fabulous house that he got like a year ago, and we'll talk about Which that. We're getting into you how does she over. live? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so the podcast is over. We're yeah. just gonna go over. Well, of course, we're talking about none other than Charles, Charles Rogers. Rogers. Oh my god! Well, thank you. I'm a huge. I told you already. I'm a huge fan. Stop. So. It's true. That's it's true. Like in the comedy community, we often don't mm. listen to each other. Things yes. we do each other's we, we things actively try to avoid each other. You're the things. you're the exception for you guys are the no. exception for me. So out of and I don't even know you that well, so it makes me feel like a loser. <laughs> no, we, we just met seconds ago. Yeah, yeah, you're, crazy. You're hotter in person. Thank you. I know, that. and I don't know how to take pictures to, <laughs> <laughs> to make people realize. You know what's cool is that you know you're you're a tall guy. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, I mean, I think still counts for a lot in this town. I know. And the phone, it makes everyone small, right? It's true. It makes everyone you so think tiny. three inches. Yeah. yeah. And so you start to expect that. Yeah. Do you remember the first time we met? Was it your audition? Yes. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I also have, I've yeah, wondered yeah, if I you remember. remember. <laughs> well, for the record, your audition was great. Okay. It was really good. Just... I'm sure it was amazing. No, yeah. no, 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 genuinely. So and I feel like maybe it wasn't. I've slightly blocked it out. The only reason why you did not get that role. And I'm totally open to let's feedback. Let's process this. Is I'm that so excited. You should never have been called in for the role of like a straight 50-year-old man that was supposed to be impregnating a cult. Like okay. That, yeah. That casting director, I loved her, but friends would get called in for things that was like, well, don't do that. Like, why, mm. you know? So, like, okay. and, and I kind of knew who you were, too. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, he's really good. He's really funny. It sucks that this isn't the right role for him. It's kind of now like resurfacing <laughs> in my mind a little bit. Like, I, it, you would have been married to Parker Posey as, like, I mean, that, of course, that's fabulous. Also, like, she's like the, the ultimate, like, fag hag. Like, totally. And she isn't would there, be married kind to of a fun gay guy. thing about her be, being married to a gay guy? It would have confused the plot because it was supposed to be like, is this cult like a baby making cult? So right. it needed to be this, like, very straight archetype. Man right. Very virile. There's no reason why you got called in for that. Nobody would mm. believe that I'd be emptying my balls into yeah. a chick. <laughs> but I think there's a different indie movie where For you sure. are like maybe like in a consensual, incestual relationship with Parker Posey. She's your mother. Yeah. And there's something weird going on. And it's a very dark film. I it's, love that movie. You know, it's, it's very it, House of Yes. yes. Meets, it's very yeah. House of Yes. And it's like, getting banned in like yeah. Canada. Right. Or mm. something. And I'm like struggling to like be <laughs> a to good be banned in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, every time you win a local like flute recital, like I blow you. Yeah. 
And she's like, yeah. she's trying to get me to be this like champion flautist or whatever. It's called the flautist. They call the flautist. Oh, the flautist. <laughs> yeah. And everyone is like, oh my God, there's protests outside yeah. the premiere of the flautist. <laughs> so we're pitching you. Yeah, yeah what do you I think? Like it. Yeah, like Luca Guagagnino's <laughs> controversial new film, <laughs> The Flautist. Okay, see, now I'm remembering what the audition that like maybe I did have to kind of like put on an air of. Strength you were great. No matter what, you were great. Okay. Like you, you were like flowing and great. And then, mm. truly, there's no reason why you guys weren't in the show. Like f- for real. You Except that I kind of that. didn't know you. <laughs> you're, like, yeah. you're like, I don't know your ass, yeah. and that's. I think, I think that's the reason, yeah. and I'm fine with that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was up to you to no. present yourself to me yeah. earlier. And I love life. the idea of like all these casting directors just kind of like giving. You, they're like, they're like, what about Lily Marad? And you're like, I don't know that bitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, I feel like I should have been more like Gail King, Oprah, walk driving around with my VHS tape, banging on the door of yeah. the casting, just being like, let me in. And they're like, fine, you have 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Show me what you got. And I do like a Shakespeare monologue. <laughs> and you're, and you're like, in a place for that. In a leather jacket. And you're like. It just doesn't work with the world. Yeah. And you're like, look, no. No, but keep at it. Okay, and they're just like, I think that was Lady Gaga doing her Italian man character. <laughs> I mean, she's struggling. When you've got a show, mm-hmm. you make a lot of enemies out of like friends who want mm-hmm. something. Does, does anyone still like you in this town or is, has every bridge been burned? Mm. I'm just learning to love myself. So okay, I, fair there's enough. one. Yeah. So okay. At how, least. how are you learning to love yourself? Is it by reading "You Pray Love," which you revealed outside <laughs> that you're reading? It's a part. Of that, that's yeah. in tandem with my okay. self ex- love expression. But I actually went to a legendary retreat called the Hoffman Institute. If you've ever heard of it, no. I've only heard of it from you posting about it. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm obsessed. Though. But I definitely like ever since you posted it, I've been thinking to myself like, and Stephen, one day you will go to it the Hoffman is, Institute. There's divine timing around it where like you go when you're ready. And okay. I wanted to go like five years ago. I've known about it for years. They didn't know about you though. So they were like, You <laughs> auditioned for them. <laughs> yeah. And they were just like, I don't know. I just we don't, don't see it. We don't see it. I'm not fine. A straight guy. <laughs> <laughs> and it's fucking intense and you have to do crazy, like really emotionally intense. And it was exactly what I was looking for. Okay, what was but, the day to day? Yeah, so Take us through. So you're being a little vague right now. Which no, is so retreat. Yeah, which is I very... think they're like not allowed. They're like, it was really nice. There was a day at the end where they were like, there's a right way to frame it. And then there's like a wrong way to frame it. And the, and the wrong way to frame it is to be like, I had to kill myself. I had to kill my parents. Then I met like, there's just like the crazy way to, but then. <laughs> Hold on. So yeah. like, if you said that you had to kill your parents, mm-hmm. that would be framing it incorrectly. It, Even you if you would, did kill your parents? You need to ease people into the idea of what you do there by sort of like first framing it as being like a very reasonable thing to want to do. But, okay, so <laughs> Can but, you tell it, us the day-to-day but, or are you like yes, sworn to very, silence? But, sorry, is it psychiatric? Is it ayahuasca? Like, ayahuasca? Is it like There's Reiki? No drugs. Is it's, it, a, it's a therapy-based retreat. Okay. And like, therapy as in Jung, as in Freud, as in more like CBT. Mix. It's okay. a big mix of all of it. So here's what they don't say. And I, for the record, if any Hoffman related people are listening, like I will champion Hoffman for the rest of my life. But what they it's don't sounding like very Scientology. Yeah. Like you're terrified of the Hoffmanites coming after and you. And if you're listening, Hoffman, and you're like X seven three five yeah. four <laughs> forever. He's dead. So Bob Hoffman, the creator, is dead. 
But okay. what they don't Rest kind of <laughs> what they don't push is that he was a psychic. He was a gay psychic in San Francisco. Same. <laughs> <laughs> okay, obsessed already. Okay, so, like there's woo woo origins to this place, and they kind of don't like promote that because people from like Tampa come and like Christians come, and it's like <laughs> you're like no, this is a Tampa friendly retreat. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it's very like it's, okay, but Tampa is also where the Scientology is headquartered, so I feel like they wouldn't be left necessarily like, afraid of the concept of a psychic. Uh, there were definitely, like... You're saying, like, Tampa lesbian nurses are coming to this retreat? Mostly straight people, but okay. it was... it's There are Republicans there. There okay. are people that I was like, you are a Republican from Florida who's, like, taking a chance on, like, a California retreat, basically. Right, um, but you don't want to see too much Mary Williamson nonsense going on if you're a Tampa Republican. But I'll say even those people... Everyone at the end of the week, you're all crying, holding all, hands. Yeah, okay. Okay. like everyone is changed by this retreat, and it's so it's boot camp. You wake up at like six thirty, you go to bed. It's like barracks, like it's not nice. But then like the facility is really nice. A Michelin chef does the food. It's like in, what's the food? What? It's very Stockholm, where it's like low high. Is it high. like cured okay. little salmon, gorgeous espresso, and then like the best quinoa you've ever had, steamed lemon. It's nineties. It's nineties California. Okay. Alice Waters. Yeah, it's very super fresh couscous. tomatoes. Masculine. Couscous to the boots. It's couscous I feel like, like my entire childhood was just mm -hmm. like I was mainlining couscous in the nineties. Like <laughs> yeah, I mean, my mom was just like couscous again, tofu, peppers. <laughs> done. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. It's my least favorite kind of food, actually. Do but. you have to do some sort of like job, you know, to like relinquish your uh, you can't whatever. work out. You can't masturbate. Your pretension. You oh, can't, what? You can't have sex with other people there. You can't. Like, there's a lot of, like, it's very, like, sober. You have to be sober. Right, you can't so take for six months after. Not the no like, fapping. How do they know? They don't know, and I couldn't even follow that rule. <laughs> 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 so, that was my one rule. I was like, no. That's fair Wait, and are you in private barracks, or do you have, like, roomies? Private. Yeah, it's okay. Private. It's not. It's that part's not nice. But well, so what's the more monastic part? Like, I guess that like, you're not supposed to masturbate or drink or whatever. But like, do you have to like do some task? Like, you have to clean the Buddha statues with a toothbrush or like what's <laughs> the the task is to find yourself. So it's all very. The shorthand of it is like your parents fucked you up by like giving you a shame message that you've internal. Like they telegraphed to you a shame message mm. that you've internalized that you react to in an infinite amount of patterns, which are just like unconscious behaviors that rule your life. Okay, it's kind of, cla yeah. I feel like this is classic, just classic, classic therapy. therapy. Like, yes, exactly. you learn you're born yes. from your childhood. Yes. Your parents so, screw you up. And then, and then you no basically- No matter how loving they are, we are <laughs> I mean, traumatized. Couscous. All of them. Here yeah, I am, just saying parents. it on repeat, you yeah. know what I mean? Right. But yeah, and then you just, you do a lot there and you basically go through a cycle of transformation. That's what they make you do. So you go through like, awareness and then expression you do like an entire inventory of like all of your patterns before you go. are you doing this in a circle where everyone is being like okay share time like you can share as much or as little as you want and like there were people that i was like oh my god when like nancy goes back to florida like is she gonna leave her husband like i knew her yeah, story like, okay what's the cause yeah and then people i like had no idea what they're so some was. people have oh. like major plot lines going on yeah i feel like i, I would was, go I'm a like if you're gay you're a sharer so like yeah. right <laughs> yeah. and it does feel like the beginning of like a bachelor when there's like 20 girls there's three that are like giving you the story and like seven that you're like i don't even know their names or, right it's like school it's like i never really got to know those people you know like there's right. always like yeah yeah but the kicker of it is that you do a lot of rage work 
where you're like screaming, screaming, screaming okay. and like beating the shit out of things, and and like that's where you have to kill off. And is things. it is it very literal? Just being like this pillow represents your mother's abandonment, mm-hmm. and then you take like a foam baseball bat and you beat the pillow, and you're like, "Fuck you, mom!" Mm-hmm. And yeah. are you all in like private banging centers? <laughs> I feel like they have. I saw one of those places like in Midtown, and it's just all these like old computers and printers, and they give oh, you an yeah. like a, a rage room. Yeah, and yeah. it's like a rage room for angry office workers. And you yeah. go in and you I start like difference. banging. Dolls. That was a big trend, like post release of the film the Office show Space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, people saw it and they're like, "Let me do it." And yeah. this retreat was also sponsored by Office Space. Yeah, and it's the office. By office Space, the Office, um, Staples. Staples. <laughs> Yeah. Did you all leave with Hoffman Institute journals, like moleskins? Well, so what's the new I, Hadid girl? Um, Bella Gigi. There's Alana? Another, no, there's a new Hadid. Th- there's a third Hadid. A third she Hadid. Was born has yesterday. She was Taking the lead, baby. Oh, Damn. shit. Moving into first. She, she, she designed, like, all the merch. Stop. So, yeah. And the merch is nice. <laughs> not she designed <laughs> the merch for the Hoffman Institute. I'm if, you're, if you're telling me there is not a Me Too scandal coming out of this institute, <laughs> honey, you're yeah. lying. Like, just wait. In five years, I'm going to see a 13,000 word expose <laughs> in like the Atlantic the about new, this. The new Hadid is kind of the Ghislaine Maxwell oh, of it. And she was the ringleader. There's parts of it that reminds me of Paris Hilton's like abusive high schools that she went to. Uh, yeah. Where they would do a little bit of the feast and famine where they're being like, we love you. You're amazing. But then they do this thing where they all have to insult each other for six hours straight. Right. But you guys weren't doing that to each other. You're doing that to more like external ideas. I mean, it's all through the lens of like, you need to embody self-righteousness about the abuse you experienced as a kid from your parents, which everyone did, because you've probably always enabled it to have some hold over you by not fully feeling the depths of Mm. being like, I'm in the right to feel this way. But they don't keep you in that space. They're just like, for right now feel this like 100% so that you can move through it because otherwise you won't move through it. Right. Traverse the But if fantasy, you don't get angry, I mean, now I am like, I believe in it. Yeah. I want to go. It's incredible. It's the most incredible thing I've ever done in my life. To scream, but also to like hear other people's stories. That's why I'd be such a bad therapist. I'd be like, <laughs> I would be like instantly going on a podcast and I being know. Like, be like, so she's 51. <laughs> yeah. Um, her and her husband haven't had sex in one and a half years. And to be honest, I don't <laughs> think she's ever had an orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should have a podcast called My Clients. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. My version of that is like sitting, listening to people and then being like, this is such a good character I can't wait to write them like it's such a like, wait yeah. so are, are you now writing your own version of like getting on or whatever I that am, show was I'm writing something <laughs> called <Mimics. laughs> yeah <laughs> this is how I process life yeah yes. Just, no Sorry. this is your art I yeah. observe you know what I mean well they're like with rage so I went into the first day of Rage thinking that it was like the only day of it. I know. I'm sorry. I just keep talking about this. Mm. No, it's fine. So, oh, it's and fine. by the way, yeah, we're not doing a book. The book is Hoffman. The book yeah, is me. Hoffman yeah, the book Hoffman. is you. The book is everything yeah. that's happening with you today. There are second winds of Rage that you start to realize like, oh, this is real. Like, I thought I was being rageful, but I was just being was an fake. actor. Yeah. Right. And like yeah, convincing like, ah, myself. Mom. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then you get into like deeper and deeper and deeper. And the stuff that we're all stifling deep down is like what makes us insane in life that's like i mean it's problematic to say probably but like that's kind of the basis of mental illness so the word is like, insane is problematic yeah I, we, yeah, like, I, we now use the word mad sorry have you seen that in like the queer community now the word mad is used as like a 
positive because insane can be used insane, insane can't be, be used i'm not up on this it's very like Wait, i identify as mad like she's gone mad they have gone mad that's the same yeah. that's so retro though it's very because like it's 20. i'm sapphic right. and mad like that that's like <laughs> sapphic and mad a new coffee shop and institute <laughs> But that's kind of the, that's what you're talking about, I think, kind of, which is that like what's underneath rage is self love. And that's like what we're not accessing because I, of all the rage on top yeah, of it. Yeah. So I did an acting class once at the Susan Batson Institute in mm. Manhattan. <laughs> Nicole Kidman studied there mm. as well. Yes. And like I had a manager back when I had a career and I was like getting auditions <laughs> for things such as your show. He was once like, you should like take an acting class. Like it could be like good. And so. I did a couple things. There was this like black box theater and it was like me and it was like a lot of like Russian girls. But there was this thing where you had to like freestyle a monologue and she'd be like, okay, like your best friend in the world is dying Mm -hmm. and like say everything that you want to Mm -hmm. say to them. And then you're like crying all of a sudden and you're like, wait, am I, am I acting or am I not? And I'm supposed to be acting, but I also feel like maybe I'm fake crying. I'm supposed to be like real crying. I remember like doing this one scene and like getting really emotional, but then kind of feeling like, okay, like I can't do it anymore. And like kind of pulling away and like Susan being just like, go for harder. That was good, but like you really closed you down very yeah. quickly. Yeah, right. Like you let it go, but then you pulled it all back. Mm-hmm. And, that's, and the the sh- that's the shame. Mm-hmm. You got embarrassed because yes. yes. you were afraid to actually cry, which is actually acting. Right. That's why I don't know if you can learn to be an actor because like I don't I'm the same way where I'm like I can have like little pockets where I'm like oh I know that I acted then like I dropped in but then it's like I think you have to be a little bit wired in this sort of like dissociation insanity well that's why I feel like the best actors like Scientologist what's her name Elizabeth Moss Moss you have to be like actually kind of blank right so you can go there you're always a little dissociative and like moldable and yeah it's so enviable though like because it's like you want to go there yeah and then they can go wild julia roberts i'm sure is sweet but blank i mean meryl is a good version of like actually having a personality or at least like giving the impression of a personality in real life so that you, like, think she's... Because, like, everyone else but is a then little there's blank. Some, okay, I don't know, but, like, Meryl's... say, like, Beyonce, for example, who is such a blank personality, yes. she's also not a really good actress, I would say. No, but she And has, have you seen flow. Carmen she's the Hip-Hopra? I guess I've seen Goldmember. <laughs> okay. And you, and you don't feel like... I which she think... won an Oscar for. Yeah. I feel like she didn't slay the house on boots in Goldmember, right. in my opinion. But I guess, like, her, con- like she is acting, like, when she's performing. Like, that's her... She's really good on stage, but she doesn't think of that as acting. You know what I mean? Like, she thinks right. of that as performing. Like, right. that's her best acting. But, like, give her a script, and then she's flat. Yeah. People it's just, just not have different, her mode. Different frequencies. She doesn't want to do, like, brain... It's like she's more like brain in her body. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's her flow. Body over brain. Power flow. Yeah. <laughs> Think about Meryl and how she's like an amazing actress. I'm putting air quotes. It, just so you know, she is in the room. Okay. <laughs> Meryl's here. I love her work. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. She's behind the lamp. Yeah, yeah okay. but it's like. She's the CFO <laughs> of the Hoffman Institute. <laughs> yeah, like, now you'd go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little bit just like, what is the difference between all of her roles? She is such an amazing actress. But that's the actress. fun of her is that yeah. she's always 50% Meryl and then 50% something new where you're like, right. oh, she's kind of doing a new vibe, but it's still her. It's still Meryl. That's Same what thing I with like Reese Witherspoon. It's right. like she's always say Reese up, the most. Yeah, uptight mom. And like we've seen her grow up and we saw her be kind of like uptight, like 20 something. Mm-hmm. And now she's uptight mom. I think with Reese, though, like I'm not excited to see her do anything. This is going to ruin my career. I'm not excited for her. I'm not like, oh, I want to see Reese do that. You know what I mean? Really? Like, I, I could see Reese do 
anything. Really? Yeah. I, but like, not, okay. not, not Reese 2.0, though. Like, can't old see Reese. Reese do anything. I haven't seen her not Would be you? Reese. Like this, like Southern comfort you know what entrepreneur. She needs like to go back to that movie Freeway. Even that, in that where movie, she's like a naughty joyride. It's one of those. She's like a slutty late nineties. But even that, she's still a little bit like, why are you? She's getting. She's kind of like uptight and like pissed at the guy she's with. You know what I mean? Like that's kind of always her mode. And like you know, she's not going to be that like young and fresh anymore. No, there's no way that's going to. I think maybe let's give Reese twenty years, and then would you be excited to see her? Oh, I don't know. It'll be like a remake of Up in the Air in 25 years and that's what they're rebooting <laughs> they're like Wait, isn't that's the, every like, Anna Kendrick movie where it's just about no that's like, just like George Clooney like George traveling movie, which there is another movie that's coming out just like it that's where what it's I'm like saying. Meg like, Ryan and David Duchovny yes that same. I'm like it's gonna be so bad but I'm so excited to see that and it's like them as crazy. exes and it's like shot in an airport yeah. and they're all like huh right can't believe I'm running into you and they're, they're like lying on the floor <laughs> <laughs> it's like the like classic like bed shot where two people yeah. like, like but they're like on the floor of an airport terminal. <laughs> it's like no. Just being like, <laughs> did you ever think we would stay together? And then it's like them at a closed down coffee shop in an airport, just being like, I hated you when you said that in 1994. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want Reese to just have one line in that movie. That's what I want. That looks really fun. Yeah, uh, I would absolutely watch that. But that also feels like that weird genre of kind of just like. Whatever you're like, you don't know if it's Tubi or if it's theaters, totally. and it's also totally. like Morgan Freeman. Like somehow every two years is making a movie about how he's about to die, and mm-hmm. it's always like March of the Penguins Age. Yeah, <laughs> it's just about him dying. Yeah, and it's always just like what we got to go on. It's like last holiday, but it's like constantly making right, that right, movie, right. All the like bucket list movies, a, a yeah, bucket yeah, list yeah. five, and just mm-hmm. like we're going out with a bang. It's the Expendables nine, and mm-hmm. just like are we really getting the gang back together? Like, well, there's are we the, really uh, dying again. There's the other like, amazing like, genre of like where it's Morgan Freeman, Tim Allen. All the old Jim, guys. All the old guys. Yeah. And they're like all going on like a... Like a Vegas. Vegas. Yeah, yeah, Vegas. And they're yeah. like, it's the hangover, but we're 90. I don't like how things about old people are about how they're old. Older people. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. I don't even think they want that. Like, yeah. I don't think that like my mom's generation wants to watch a movie that's all about like, you did what with him? Yeah. Like, it's just yeah. like, no, they did more than we've done in our lives. Like, yes. why are respect they- yes. our elders. Respect our elders. No, I know. I just want a rom-com between 70-year-olds. Mm-hmm. That's like real and fun. Yeah, and doesn't have to be like, ooh, my hips. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> which is something's got to give, which is like an actual just old person rom-com. Right. That is maybe the closest yeah. to mm-hmm. it not just being about age. Right. When... Like, yes, it's so heart attack and stuff, but it's not like every second is like a joke. About and because it's how, not like... in the real world. It's in Nancy Myers' world, so you're like, yeah, why not? Just do whatever you want. club. <laughs> 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 It was that summer. That summer, I started using Cozy Earth. Cozy Earth makes elevated loungewear and amazing, luxurious, soft bedding that surpasses even the finest hotel sheets for a restful night's sleep on your travels or at home. I love Cozy Earth so much that I got it as a present for my spouse. 
And the things that happened on that bed, you wouldn't believe it. I got their joggers and oh my God, it almost feels like you're nude, better than nude. It feels like you're swimming in the most luxurious ocean. So stay cool and comfy during long flights with Cozy Earth's temperature regulating bamboo joggers and pullover crew, adding mm, a touch of style to your travel ensemble. Discover your next destination for ultimate comfort at Cozy Earth. Visit CozyEarth.com and use our code CBC at checkout to get 35% off. And let them know we sent you after checkout, okay? Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're selling scented coffins or outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. You know, okay, it's actually just so funny because what I love about Shopify is no matter how huge and massive you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control. Yes, daddy. And take your business to the next level because we're business women. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. I'm talking Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklyn, and all your favorite DTC brands. Do you want to be a Brooklyn in business? Or do you want to be the sad girl selling candles on the subway? Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash book club. That's shopify.com slash book club, all lowercase. If you do it uppercase, it won't work. Just like your sales if you don't use Shopify. Shopify.com slash book club. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s. She looked like a million bucks. With zero qualifications. She had a Harvard plaque. Tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. That this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately $11 million. Nearly $10 million was all gone employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I want to talk about kind of Elizabeth Gilbert and her love. I could talk about Liz Gilbert yeah. forever. Okay, so... Wait, have you met her? I have DM'd with her. I think I scared her away. Mm. And... Will you just say like, hey, I'm a huge fan. I love you. Or were you more like, I, I have a project. I had an Instagram account of like a fake senator that was like a joke Instagram account like during 2020 and she started following it and she liked it. And then I was like, hi, this is the owner. You don't know how much of a fan I am. And then I felt like she... She was like, I don't know what you want. She sensed need, and oh. I don't know what I needed from her, but oh, I just God. I did need. Yeah, <laughs> and, and she so, was like, I'm sensing like, need. I'm not ready for need right I, now. Yeah, exactly. I'm taking I'm care of my dying lesbian lover, and I'm backing away, and that's my boundary. She's like, exactly. you're, you're like, I'm an endless cavern. If you can <laughs> yeah. never fill it, <laughs> she's like, I'm, I'm blocking you. She, she blocked me, and then she checked <laughs> off, like left another person, like on her, <laughs> 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 on her cork board. <laughs> 
No, so she has gone through the world with such excitement and lust for life, and like that's mm-hmm. why we all worship her. Absolutely, and yet She's with a star. yeah, with this you know incredible calmness. But yet she has rage. That's what's so crazy is like she is calm, but that whole book, You Pray Love, is about her trying to calm herself because she is full of rage against like all of her exes and like. James Franco's character and her yeah. husband. And so and she like, marries Javier Bardem in real life as well mm-hmm. and then leaves him for her dying lesbian friend. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And your theory on this, Lily, is... Is that she, like, she sees people with a sense of need and I think she fell in love with the friend because the friend was dying. I think and that's, that's very she, true. she became attractive. I it, think it's, there's another huge part too, which is that she didn't know what the next chapter of her life was going to be. And needed, and needed a, a next, big story. She yeah. a big chapter. She's like, I did everything but yeah. death. And this girl's dying. Like, I'm going to saddle up. Because I, I heard her in like an <sighs> interview wow. where she was oh, saying that she beautiful. was in the room. She was in the room while her name was Raya. And honestly, we're all going to get cease and desist for this. No. Oh, and Raya, by the way, like was like a punk, wrote her own memoir about being like a heroin addict mm -hmm. punk living in the East Village. Right. And Raya was dying and there was like a little circle of like the women in Raya's life. All of Raya's femmes. Yes. Yes. And like Liz was like (laughs) hyper managing. No, I think Liz made everyone else leave the room while Raya died. And like Liz ended up being the only person in the room when she died. So like her best friends died. And then this like famous lady... Is like, Comes can you guys it, leave the room? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Just we're kind actually of hooking up the entire femme hierarchy <laughs> yeah. in the last six like, months it's of her for life. A book. Yeah. yeah, it's for a book. So you guys understand, right? Like, you'll get life rights. She posted this Instagram of her with one of the other femmes doing a interpretive dance around Raya mm-hmm. as Raya was dying, mm-hmm. and they were doing this full like lesbian dance. But then I heard her on the Glennon, another insane blonde woman. <laughs> she broke up with Raya. During the whole dying process, because like Raya, Wait, that's be- even even more because toxic. Raya became What's the point of breaking up with someone who's like five dying. days away. Yeah, from and then because Raya was like went off the wagon, like started doing drugs again, like in her hospital bed. No, in an ex's house in Detroit. Mm. And oh. so she was like, "Go, go to your exes," and then she came back, and they got back together. And it's just like the lesbian drama not ending. <laughs> like you can be half like Up until the last minute, three yeah. minutes to live, and be like. I'm done with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we're also yeah. processing. We're yeah. processing and getting back together. Yeah. Let's go into like Zoom couples therapy and like it's like dee dee dee. Yeah. She's like, can you do couples therapy at three or? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I guess I'll cancel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, she kind of offered it up as like a oh, you realize how much someone means to you. Mm-hmm. You know, when they're leaving this plane for the next. Right. Uh, but in fact, she's actually attracted to the fragility. She is. She wants to center herself in a big story. Like, no matter what. But why is that wrong? It's like, you know, don't we all? It's not wrong. I think Uh, She has main character syndrome. (laughs) (laughs) Toxic (laughs) mercy. (laughs) To me, it's actually the opposite of main character syndrome. It's like main writer syndrome. It's God syndrome. Yeah, she's seeing the bestseller. Yeah. And walking towards that. Oh, the string. It's it's triggering because we all know that we have that in ourselves. What do you think you're most attracted to? Mm. <sighs> Me? To be, yeah, to kind of be Liz for a second. I'm attracted to bigness, mm. big spirits. That's a good, 
Oh. And yeah. big other spirits. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need a big dick. Okay. <laughs> I just need a big spirit. Huh. Yeah. Same. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm also attracted to bigness, but I think in a more literal sense. Uh-huh. You know, I like love the idea of big, you know, because I want to, like part of that because I want to feel small. You know mm. what I mean? Do you? They're, Interesting. I guess I say that a lot, but you saying do you in that with that tone makes me yeah, think maybe I'm I don't like, and I maybe need I have to do more work. You, <laughs> I feel like you like saying you want to feel small. Mm-hmm. But yeah, now I'm like, do you? Because I feel like when you enter a room, you want to feel big. Right. Not physically. Right. Spiritually. Like anybody yeah. with a mic in front of their face wants to be heard and seen. Yeah. Me included. Right. Like, you know. Right. So what is all this about wanting to be These small? mics make me feel so much like we can do hard things somehow more than our New York studio. It feels LA. Like I only just want to be like, <laughs> what was the last dream that made you cry? Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> okay. So you're just like attracted to like a ton of energy. Well, I'm attracted to. Ambition. <sighs> Like, you're attracted to Hillary Clinton. Uh, I guess, like, bigness isn't the word. I think, like, I really want life Gregarious. to live life to the fullest. Sure. And I hold myself back from that. So the thing I'm attracted to is seeing people who are at least telegraph that they're deserving to take something all the way. But mm. so, I love I, that. I feel like that, like, gregariousness is often just kind of like a synecdoche for that. Like, you mm. see someone with a big personality totally. holding court at the table, and you're yeah. like, that's the person with the lust for life. It's like, is mm-hmm. that how you process it? Or do you think that maybe that doesn't Or you're more like, oh, this is a person who will, like, make me go on the hike. This is the person who will make me try new foods. Yeah. Get my taxes done. Yeah. I'm trying to unlearn the part that's attracted to, like, people who have not done the work on themselves, you know? I need to stop being attracted to dysregulated energy and conflating it for confidence. Right. And... Right, because chaos means that you live life with a plum. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. Because that is very fun. But that is part of that is true, though. It's like, yeah, I know. Is it possible to be like, you know, this brave person you're describing and have the most like perfectly circumscribed uh, existence where everything has a place and a home and a time (sighs) and a schedule? No, no. But I I need to figure out how to feel safe in adventure because I like adventure. I can easily feel safe. Can I, if I may be like radically like vulnerable, and by vulnerable mean kind of expose you, yeah, you, (laughs) you, (laughs) not you're like not radical (laughs) myself at all. I'll never share something. Oh, oh, okay. (laughs) You posted something, and it may have been to close friends, but it was like a year ago or something. But it's something I think about a lot. Mm -hmm. Where you talked about like how you lived in like Acapulco with your parents or something (laughs) when you were seven, Mm -hmm. and you said this thing, and you were just like, you know. I miss when life was just a complete adventure mm-hmm. where like you just mm. went somewhere and you you didn't have any say in the matter. You didn't have any choice. Yeah. Like you were just taken places and you had to roll with the punches mm-hmm. and like figure out how to like have fun and exist in that scenario. Yeah. And you're like, and now and you're just like, life is now all just like restaurants and it kind of, yeah. and it, it is like Wait. our life is a hundred percent restaurants that's now. That's what it is. And like it, it used to be this like crazy adventure and I yeah. don't know if that's phones or getting older or a combination. No, that is right. so crazy. Right. I was right. thinking about the other week doing errands when I was like, oh no, and like when your weekends were, it's like you didn't decide. It was like, and this isn't crazy, but you're like, I'm going to the framing store with my dad Mm -hmm. and I'm just going to discover frames. Yeah. And that's the day. Yeah. And then like, you know, I don't know. It's like, then you're going on errands with your parents. You have to have fun. Totally. And And find the fun in the errands and then just sit in your room. Yeah. And like play. You're like, well, I'll find a way to play at the frame store, like wherever. So like, 
Yeah. And my dad was like crazy. <laughs> my dad was a larger than life crazy person. And so like we were always just I doing mean, what he Was he the X factor in the room? Oh, there we go. I know. Yeah. But I got to reel it back. I can't So it was like everyone around him and he was telling like a hilarious story. Yeah, he was like a cult leader without a cult, basically. Okay. Kind of had a cult. But yeah, we were just like always going on an adventure to find like a lost treasure that he found. Like he would send his, he was a doctor, he would like send his nurses on like trips through Mexico to find evidence of that treasure. And then Are we would you like wow. go. I had a really crazy childhood. And now it's like, yeah, I'm like going to go to New York for October. And it's like, okay, I guess I'll go to Fire Island one weekend. Yeah. Pop, I'm excited to Rezzy. eat that restaurant. Yeah. You know, it's just like, I don't know. I want- October Fire Island actually is an adventure though and it will mm. be different because it's going to be a little spookier so I feel That's like nice. yeah honestly it'll be like emptier and you're going to be like a little more like Elizabeth Gilbert big hoodie <laughs> peer looking yeah. out at the Mug sea in my hand. yeah <laughs> chamomile <laughs> chamomile be like Okay. Mm. <laughs> who's dying around here? <laughs> On Grinder, you're like, who's dying? I'll come over. Like, you're like, ready to write. Who's yeah. dying? <laughs> I, I just bought a bench in the pines and I really want to dedicate it to someone. Oh, I dedicated it to Raya. Wait, yeah. I heard, well, because really, literally there's a bench in Fire Island dedicated to Raya. Oh, really? Yeah, I, literally. Well, wow. I think there's an obsession with bench dedications because a bench mm. is so Wait, like contemplative. Can I tell yeah, the right. craziest yeah. bench story? I'm not in Fire Island. I'm in the straight Fire Island in the Hamptons. I see this bench, and it's, like, dedicated to, like, three people all with the same last name. I look it up, and it was this insanely rich family who went on a safari, and a zebra stormed the Jeep, and they all turned over and died. Oh, my God. And one survived. And he got them a bench. Can you imagine being that one sibling? Your whole yeah. family mm-hmm. died of zebra because it was like a stampede. Of yeah, zebra? I think it was a stampede. Wow. It was a single zebra. They're herbivores. They're not gonna. <laughs> they go. got it. Got inside the yeah, car. Yeah, I don't think they were eaten. It was more of a car accident and kind of mm, madness. They went like hundred and ten straight onto a herd of zebras. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's like when you pass a bench, look it up. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you never every know. Every bench I'll pass. Um, <laughs> top five cities you want to move to? I mean, I would say. I had a study abroad in Paris. I'm forever a Paris. Same. You guys are Paris gays. Paris gay. I would love to be in Paris at any given moment always. And then it's, well, it's such a hard question because then I would be like, okay, if I had a second home in the U.S., like I would do like New oh, yeah, Orleans. Like, fun. you know, like we're somewhere. Not, this isn't second home. This is just. This is live. Live. I mean. This I'll, is oof. move to away we go style with your wife and three-year-old. So, I don't know. I mean, like to live forever. It's like, that's well, you're honey, other... you're not going to live forever. <laughs> <laughs> you said I could live forever. <laughs> you're like immortal. <laughs> Toronto. <laughs> but it's like there's New York, let's, there's let's, LA. Let, let's then... just say you're going to move there for at least two years. Mm-hmm. Well, we've really downscaled. Okay, Tokyo, because that would be fun. Same. Yeah. And then maybe Berlin, because I don't know it and everyone seems to love it. But I have a feeling I'm not going to love it like other people love it. Are you, how would you, on a scale Go, of. Careful. <laughs> okay, well, let's I'm actually, not asking that question. On, let's on a go. scale of one to like insane horror, where would you fall? I am an uneven eight. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm an eight for a month. I'm a one and for then we two go, months. Oh, yeah, I'm a wow. ten for yeah. a week, and then I'm a zero. Like it's not. It's an uneven expression. Wait, you're not a Gemini, are you? No, I'm Gemini rising. Okay. Cancer. 
Oh, sensitive Sally. With a chaotic center. Right. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm a Gemini. I kind of identify. All gay men are Geminis or Cancers. Right. Yeah. I feel like I've never met a non. Well, because gay men are born in the summer. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Yeah. Well, and is it something about like all of your parents making love on Valentine's Day in like a really just like cheesy way? Well, that doesn't math correctly. (laughs) What is that? August? And we're all preemies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're all preemies. See, math does that out. I mean, gays are Valentine's Day preemies. Like, I, right. Yeah. I mean, like I was holiday based. I was a month premature. Wow. So my head is so big. Oh, your mom was in a rush. <laughs> yeah, I think I was in a rush. Oh, Get yeah. me out of here. Wait. As she says, the only time in your life you've ever been early. <laughs> well, this is where that small idea comes from. You're always like, I'm uh... a preemie at heart. Right. So I need to be in a big womb. I want to be mm. back in the womb so I can get bigger. Or I think you might be like questioning whether you deserve bigness. And so you're like playing with the idea of smallness. Wow. Okay, you're huffing me right now. I'm shaking. Possibly. Who knows? Who knows? I'm going to cry. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s. She looked like a million bucks. With zero qualifications. She had a Harvard plaque. Tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. That this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately eleven million dollars. Nearly ten million dollars was all gone employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich men, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. Is he breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. 
When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Hoffman, Hoffman segments. segments. What does she eat? What does she wear? How does she live? Okay, how does she live? Uh, I've okay, s- I think I mean, you're... I've seen photos of your home. Mm-hmm. I haven't really, but I'm guessing it is like modern 80s Italian sumptuous California. Yeah, yeah. A little peewee in there. A little, Memf- okay, a little, little fun. Memphis, a little... Yeah. We have some more Memphis. I can, yeah. Are you sourcing the one Memphis coffee table for six months where you were looking? Or did no, you like see not. it on Cherish and you <laughs> bought it? You're like, you bought everything in a day. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I do. I mean, it is. I feel like it is that. I think just because you know you are you know what you want the next thing right and i also don't have items from my past <laughs> so i had to like yeah i had Source to buy all up. new things yeah yeah it's almost like you know you have a reverence for the past but i would say maybe you're not so nostalgic i'm nostalgic for past lives more than like i'm like when i see something from like the 20s or the 30s i'm like i had the best time yeah my God. like yeah. i was just really that was my better life yeah like, I feel like you ran kind of a harem of flappers in your mm. 20s past life. It was That's 1918 in Cairo, which had yes. a, very, a small but vibrant scene. And you're oh. like, when you buy that mirror on first dibs from the 20s, you're like, I did have that. I don't think yeah, he's yeah. first dibs. I, I think, think it, you are first dibs. No, I think it's more that he like has a friend who is just like, oh, I can get you all this stuff. And you're like, this looks amazing. Let's do it. I'm first dibs. Thank yeah. you. I would love to be in the know. One I point guess I for Lily. Thought that you had like. You don't this think he's wa- surfing the web on first dibs? I just get high and then I, I basically I had money from search party and now it's all gone. Like it's to first completely dibs. gone. I'm like completely it was in the all red. On cherish. It was all on cherish. <laughs> yeah. Like, you wrote one big check to cherish. The cherish CEO is living loud I and feel proud like we are right right so, I feel like I would do the exact same thing. <sighs> I would be so impatient and I would just be like, I have the money. We're doing this. Yeah. It's all happening right now. I wanted yeah. this. And I was like, oh, I'm rich for the rest of my life because that's what I'm supposed to be. And then it's like, right. that's actually not how life works at all. And, and now there's been a strike and the world's ended a hundred <laughs> times in the last five years. <laughs> okay, your induction stove? No. No. Gas. Just mm. regular gas. Absolute it's a gas. gas. It's yeah. a gas. And to kind of move into like what you're eating, I think you are like making the stew once a year. Mm. And, and, and I li- live off of it. <laughs> well, now you have to. It sounds like yes, the perpetual stew. Yeah, shouldn't have a ton of money. My cherished stew. <laughs> Your cherished. Okay, stew. you do not have an Arawan membership. Mm. You do. I do. Okay. Yeah. Oh, we're you, we're yeah. all over the place yeah. here. I mean, I'm basic at heart. Like <laughs> I love my Arawan salmon. Born pescatarian. And so. you've stayed. What's your favorite? Well, let's guess. Your favorite fish? You were born a pescatarian? The doctor was just like, okay, so he's pescatarian. Sorry, Literally, but, the, dad, okay. <laughs> the dad was the doctor. So, yeah. Like, your dad eats... delivered you. No, no, no. But my dad um, 
delivered me into a set of rules. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) This was the cult without a following or whatever. The following was you. (laughs) The fish cult. (laughs) You eat salmon the most, Mm -hmm. but your favorite just like is lobster. Crab. I actually prefer crab. Oh, you're like a Baltimore <laughs> girl. Such a stupid game. I actually prefer I crab. <laughs> now that actually everything makes sense. You are so crab. She's so crab. Because like, you'll get the crab cakes at like Chateau Marmont yes. while taking a meeting. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, um, yeah. yeah, I'll get the crab cakes. Uh. Close the menu? Yeah, let's do that. Super happy with your choice. Meeting with my financial advisor. <laughs> yeah. They're like, don't get the crab cakes. <laughs> like, <laughs> Okay, and then what does she wear? I mean, right now he's wearing like a medium Lacoste tee. Or but it's large. cool. The Lacoste tee is it's polo textured, mm-hmm. but it's a t-shirt, it's and a I mock. felt that when we oh, embraced. Little, oh, it's like a little yeah. thicker. It's a little vintage mock. And um, okay. and you're wearing like Dickies you cropped yourself. Urban Outfitters Crypton. <laughs> Crypto. Oh, Crypto. Crypton. Crypto. Okay. They're, Crypto it's, they're pre-Crypton crops. <laughs> and is that is that like you're having like a whole day where you're like, today I'm like getting up and I'm giving my lavender matcha and I'm going to Urban. I'm having like a me shopping day. Or is it more like, oh, I have 45 minutes before this meeting at the Marmont. I'm stopping. That's how I Yeah, yeah I'm more, I'm more think- that. Anyone is waking up and making the whole day Urban <laughs> Outfitters. Speak for yourself. When I move to LA, I'm dedicating one day a week to Urban. Urban renewal. You have every Urban. So, yeah. No, I have to say, when I did my vintage stomp down Melrose yesterday, I saw the Urban, and like a part of me was like, I wanted to go in, but I was like, don't. Don't okay, waste but like, your why time. did you mm-hmm. say no to that fear? Because like that was that was my instinct. Because yes, it was just that like, was your rage against your mother that was, was being like unexpressed. But I was like, I have so many other overpriced vintage stores to go into, and mm-hmm. going into an urban that emotional space is much more me being tired after work, right? Yeah, and just pacing around, getting more tired, and then leaving, going, <laughs> right. why did I do this? Right, it's just low blood sugar. <laughs> like, <that's> yeah, <laughs> so that's what it represented. So I was yeah. like saying no to that feeling because yeah. I was like I'm on vacation I know that I know what you mean do you guys think this is a good outfit that I'm wearing I, I love lo- it I love, I love Lacoste outfit. Lacoste okay. and Dickies are one of my okay. they're my I top also, five favorite I brands I'm worried about I how think, I would dress for I think you look really healthy Oh, thank you. I think yeah. you look like you're just radiating <laughs> pescatarianism. Yeah. Just salmon I'm going to get is... mercury poisoning though <laughs> I'm like fucking three salmons a day right now I'm like and okay. are you sugarfish there, Can I, say you, I went there yesterday? It was amazing, but go on. When you move to LA and you go there 15 times, oh, it's you're like, oh, it's bad. Like you start off being like, this is the best thing I've ever had. And mm-hmm. then there's a switch and you're like, this is office culture food. And you can never go back. Okay. But I'm I'm envious of where you're at because I miss that. The I just, beginning. I thought that honeymoon phase the honeymoon. with sugar. Phase. I was at a honeymoon phase with the like the new mall in Studio City that just has like a Roberta's and like an outdoor creek. And I, I was, was just I like, don't know it. I should go. It, there's a sugar fish there. And mm. I was just like, this is just so beautiful and simple and dumb. And like we're yeah. all like in this gorgeous parking lot. Just like, I, I do love a sugar fish. Having, I do at heart. Having a lovely day. Yeah. But you're totally. not sick of Erewhon salmon. I'm not. You're I'm like probably a, getting there. You're straight there. up a bear in Alaska. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I got the Haley Bieber smoothie in June, and I'm still high off of that. Wait, you got the Haley Bieber what? What the is the Haley Bieber sm- smoothie from um, Rowan? Okay, twenty one dollars. Mm-hmm. And and thirty five minutes to make. <laughs> yeah, like, thirty five minutes yeah. to make. And they were making it in like a baseball stadium, industrial size, like 
smoothie maker. And it's just, just kind of like it out. foundation and like highlighter. Yeah. Like... No, there's so much like a Neutrogena moisturizer in it. <laughs> Vacation. <laughs> there's like yeah. collagen peptides and then just like a crucifix. And then it's like friendly strawberry ice cream and they're like blend, done. <laughs> I, I had a disgusting purple lemonade from Erewhon yesterday. I know I, the one. I don't like that one. Full yeah. of like yeah. monk fruit sweetener. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the one. Not no. the monk you gotta go, fruit. You gotta go orange Oh God, it's called like something day, lovely day. That's the best juice. It's a lovely day. Well, next time. But yeah. maybe there won't be a next time because I'm so pissed. Wait, what do you get with the membership? <laughs> it's $100 and then you get like Nothing. money off of every purchase. Oh, yeah. okay. And the fact that it's so, so fucking expensive. It's like you for $100, I save, save like probably $1,000 a year. It's kind so of it's a like, co-op. I heard <laughs> my friend was telling me they were trying to push it on him yesterday. And they were like, if you spend more than $45 a week, it's worth it. And he was like, huh. huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And he was like, I don't think I spend that much. And the guy was just like, you do. are you sure? Because <laughs> it's pretty easy. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It really is. Okay. Uh, just to wrap up, what did she wear? Yeah. Do you okay, think, the rest of the closet. Uh, just yeah, like she, yeah. formal wear? Because like obviously you're going to like events and mm. premieres constantly as like because you're like a Hollywood bigwig. Mm. But you're also Thank not you. crossing the picket line. But you're getting permission from the WGA to go to a premiere <laughs> yeah. and be like, I, got, I received permission to attend the premiere. But their premiere is only in like... Berlin, and that's yeah. why it's okay. So I can go to the, yeah, I can go to the Berlin premiere of this freeform original. <laughs> to me, yeah, your like suit with no tie mm. at the premiere, and it's like a funky like more, queer eye. But so yeah, so queer eye, and no. it's like really, really unbuttoned pick. No, I don't think you're that. But I'm more just like, does do you have like three really funky suits? There's like a Dries suit, and then just like a Marnie a, suit, a Marnie suit in the closet that he's pulling out for the events I have and yeah, actually, I have like two suits. or three things that yeah. are, I have like five things that are fancy fancy and then everything else is just like black t-shirt I don't like to I'm in a phase of like well, not wanting to think about anything that's to be black t-shirt I feel like I'm my cutest when I'm not looking like I'm trying to there's something where I'm like, I like I think most people are most people are cutest when they're not yeah mm-hmm. Like, I'm always surprised, you know, sometimes you just put on a t-shirt and someone's like, wait, you look amazing. And then I'm like, the day I put on my, like, craziest funky button-up and this and the shoes and someone's just like, hey. You're just like, wow. you're just and like, And you're trying to clown. convince yourself you're, it's yeah. working it's, so hard. Yeah, it's the yeah. biggest outfit you've ever had. It's like, we all just want to be real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hoffman Institute stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited you guys are going. I, yeah, I, I know. can't wait so to go. So do we yeah, give you us. our deposit? Yeah. Or how does it work? <laughs> yeah, you give me. You actually give me the whole check. Okay. okay. And it's tw- I forgot my checkbooks. <laughs> and it's, it's twenty thousand without the meal plan. Exactly. <laughs> and then the, with the meal plan, it's a hundred thousand. <laughs> what about the wine pairing? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you want that? Well, it's going to be like upwards of a million. <laughs> and then, yeah. And then I, I want the masturbation loophole <laughs> for additional fee. Okay, um, um, who are you in the, who book? Are you in the book? Okay, I think I'm, we're kind of like. Are we the guess, Tampa Republican couple at yeah, the Hoffman Yeah, coming to Hoffman being like, I thought I'd hate it, but I love it. Yeah. And like, we're like, we come back to Tampa and like, we're so much better. But we're, unlike you, we're actually kind of not evangelizing because we know mm. our neighbors in Fort Myers are going right. to be like a little bit weirded out right. by it. We're actually Naples. The church. We're, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, are you allowed to, you're, no photos, no phones? No photos. You you can't even say your real name. You have to go by your childhood name and you can't say your profession either. I so. love that. Your yeah. childhood name. name. Like mm-hmm. your nickname? Your, your nickname, yeah. Which yeah. was 
What was Rue, which I kind of like wish I still went Wait, by. as in Hunger Games? That's what I learned while there. <laughs> You're like, yeah, a lot of people brought that <laughs> I didn't up. know about That's that. That's the mainstream Rue. reference. Rue McClanahan. <laughs> or Euphoria. Oh, right. There's another Rue. I was Rue, and then there was a Pooh Bear in my group, too. So there was like this like 55-year-old Wait, woman named, named Pooh Bear. You had to call her Pooh Bear? That's actually so sudden. We had to call someone Schnickel Fritz. <laughs> and they were, they were humiliated. The guy, the guy was like, he was like, I really don't. I really don't want to. No. Like, I don't want to be it anymore. Wait, this is oh, so the parents. That would break you down. Yeah. I know. Wow. It's truly, that would, it's, a, that would absolutely it's affecting. Break you like, down. Yeah. For like strangers to start calling you your childhood nickname is like a real head fuck where you're like, no, what? <laughs> like, it's not possible. All I my childhood gets... nicknames have my name in it, though. Like, mm, yeah. Lillers, Sillers, Billers. Lilypad. Yeah. Shitty Lily. Yeah. Stupid, <laughs> yeah. stupid Lily. <laughs> 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 hey guys, I'm yes. Shady Lily. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> I need to talk to your parents. <laughs> I was there was this girl who called me Skinny Bones when we were five. Mm. That's cool. Be- Bethany oh. Frankel. Yeah, yeah, it was Bethany so Frankel. She was so fucking jealous of me. Hey, skinny like, bones. Wait, what are you having for lunch? <laughs> oh, you're doing lunchables, but you can't be eating the whole thing. Look at you. You're so skinny. Well, and now I'm she's so she's dating a guy from your hometown. Oh, he's an exec. He's a film exec, too. Yeah. When you say my hometown, do you mean Newton or Boston? I mean Newton, Massachusetts. Okay. Oh, that's yeah. so crazy. I know. She's like, I'm trying a, a Chinese place in Newton, Massachusetts. It's actually the best Chinese place I've ever had in my entire life. I just stopped in. There's no one here. <laughs> Wait, did you go to Shenyi? <laughs> I'll have to pull up the TikTok. <laughs> up the that's, TikTok. So, that's for later, okay. but yeah. Wow, iconic. I give this book absolutely five. I give it five, five Acapulco out of five. beaches so, yes. out of five. <laughs> five out of five, like nurses tasked oh with finding buried treasure in Baja. <laughs> I give your books five out of five. Oh my God. This was so much fun. Was thank so you much for fun, carving baby. out the time in your day, it your was process. Hard. It was hard. Yeah. Um, thank you. Tell our listeners, um, where can they find you? What are your <laughs> I, upcoming um, institutes? You gotta, I dare people to, <laughs> to come to my house and look at my laptop to find, <laughs> out, what, <laughs> to find out what I'm working on. <laughs> okay, so just give your address and a window of time that works for you. You can follow me on Instagram. That's the okay. only thing I have at this point in my life. Cool. And your Instagram is so fun. It's, and it's really so fun. I need to get back into it. I have a real block lately i think also but also like listen to that you know what i mean you're right because i'm always feeling this too where i see people like so regularly posting and like following their art you know and building whatever but then instagram and at the same time is all reels of pumas that live in someone's home <laughs> yeah you know what I mean? no, and it's you're literally like, all home pumas and i'm like okay but i want to get a nine foot cat to live in my I no, i'm so like i need a lion at this point it's ruining my life like you know that song that's like in the background of like all tiktoks and reels it's like I couldn't even begin to tell you what the song is. I'm sure it's something obvious, but like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, it's no. mortifying. It and maybe like around. listen to your body telling you to stay away. Yeah, you're right. Charles, thank you, thank so, you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you guys. Uh, much love. Best. Best. Celebrity Book Club, hosted by Stephen and Lily, was produced and edited by an insane psychopath named Darby Masters. <laughs> the supervising producer is an extremely problematic person named Abu Zafar. Executive producer, the one and only dead Christina Everett. <laughs> 
<laughs> graphic design by that boxer, Teddy Blanks. <laughs> Theme song by the, the tiny, tiny, tiny <laughs> Stephen Phillips horse. And prologue projects, if you believe, the recently shut down because of asbestos um, company created the show. <laughs> yeah! Yes! MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and in the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry, the world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.